All right, what's up everyone? My name's Compton and this is the Open Mic Convos. I'm gonna pass it on to Alex. Yep. What's up everybody? It's Joey Morales, Alex, whatever you want to call me. And yeah, like Compton said, it's Open Mic Convos, Open Mic Conversations. Uh, we have a jam-packed episode for y'all today, but before we get into that, I'm gonna pass it off to my man's Hellblazer. Yeah, how y'all feeling to everybody? You know, it's your boy. Death, Hellblazer, whatever you want to call me, one-fourth of the OMC crew. And, you know, of course, I got to give it off and pass it off and save the best for last, you know, the first lady of the pod. So let's bring it home. Nat, how you feeling? Hey, how y'all doing? <laughs> feeling good, feeling good. We kicking it, we chilling, you know, we here. We got a pretty, we, we got a pretty good episode lined up. Been looking forward to it. Yeah. First things first, though, you know, I want to get everybody, you know, get a little mental health check out the way. Because, you know, it's been a minute since we've seen y'all. Whenever we take these bye weeks, a lot be happening. So, uh, I don't know. Joey, why don't you start us off? How's your mental health check feeling? Uh, I feel like I'm in a good place. Uh, yesterday was, it's, yesterday started off really good for me. Then it ended off kind of shitty. I'm not going to cap. But, like, mm. it was something that I couldn't handle, if I'm that, if that makes sense. But, like, I'm definitely back on my shit. I'm back on the path of righteousness. I'm back on the path of just feeling like myself. Uh, I went to the gym this morning, had a fire breakfast. I had, like, I had an omelet that like, I cut up and then I put on a sandwich with, like, some chicken and, like, some toast, bruh. And I fucking murdered that shit. So, I had a really good start to today. And then, uh, yeah, I just have a lot planned coming up for the end of January and going into February. So, I'm just... I'm kind of locked in in a good space right now. So I'm just trying to keep the good energy going. Yes, sir. Mm, we ain't going to chef for me. I'm going to have to do a, open my conversations uh, buffet or something. I have to cook for everybody. Let's do a cook-off. Loser has to run a mile. I don't know. <laughs> that would actually be kind of cool. I'd be thinking yeah. about doing stuff like that, bro. It's like just like have a test with like your friends and like see like who's like the best or the worst and then have the loser do like a, a forfeit or something. That's Bro, I might as well just I might as well just give y'all the mile right now. I'm, I'm, oh, I'm not even gonna hold y'all. I know I'm folding. I might as well just give y'all the mile right now. Hey, well, you gotta be in that kitchen, bro. You gotta be chefing. Oh, but you uh, be in the studio, bro. So yeah, exactly. It's a, it's, a, it's a different type of kitchen for me. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, uh, uh, how are y'all doing? How, I don't know who to pass it off to, but whoever wants to go, they can they can talk. Go ahead, Steph. Oh, yeah, I was about to say, you know, my mental, I'm all right. I ain't even gonna hold you. Uh, it's a little daunting because, you know, I'm back at school right now, getting ready to start my last semester of college, which is weird. Very, very weird because I feel like a freshman still, but now I'm like top dog. So yeah. we here. Finish line is in your sight. Yes, sir. That is three. Oh, my God. Yeah. And it's funny because uh, I... It's funny that I'm actually talking to. It's funny that like now, like Compton is a lot more involved in my life than it was because I'm at the point now where I first met him, where mm-hmm. he was at when I first met him. If that makes any sense. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. So it was. It's like very uh, almost like sick. It's it's weird. I'm getting a lot of deja vu here because I'm still like talking to a lot of like my OGs that I met like when I first got to college and like asking them for like advice and shit, and they're all like. Hey, how you feeling? And I'm just like, not ready at all. <laughs> <laughs> you never are, dude. At all. Yeah, never. but other than that, I'm chilling, man. I'm 
excited to be back with the three people who I care about the most, and I'm happy to be talking about some good shit. So uh, let me pass it off to the first lady. Nat, how's your mental feeling? Mm-hmm. She has her mic muted. I don't know if she's ready to talk or not. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, I thought it was a pause for dramatic effect. My bad. <laughs> All right. I mean, I'll I'll build while we wait, but yeah. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm feeling pretty good, you know. Uh, Thursday was Mac would have been Mac Miller's 31st birthday, so rest oh, in peace, yeah. to go. Um, you know that that's always got my mental. So I remember the day that happened. I literally like walked out of an event and just like went to my room and cried for a little bit. But it's always it's always like a rough reminder when that happens. But uh, you know. Be safe out there if, if uh, you're in this kind of industry. Be safe in general. So always keep that on your mental. And other than that, you know, living life. We thrive and finding new uh, ideas, revenue streams, whatever we can do to get out there and be our best self. So that's that's all I can say. That's fine. Yes, sir. Not to like keep talking about it, bro. But like I remember when I got the news that Mac passed away, I was at track chapter, and it was just like. No way. I just, it, it was bad. We should definitely uh, talk about some of, like, maybe this might be a topic for another day, but, like, artists who have passed away that really affected you. Because there have been a few in the past, like, three years, even, like, you know, Mac and X and all of them. When that happened, dude, that was crazy. It was just, like, back-to-back-to-back-to-back-to-back to back to back to back to back stuff. So maybe that'd be yeah, a, a topic for another episode. Dude, it was crazy. Mm-hmm. Actually, it's, um... I'm really happy that you guys brought this up and maybe we found a topic like kind of like impromptu. But first off, uh, I was in my room chilling. Uh, and then all of a sudden I got the news that Mac had passed. And I was like, bro, I was literally just telling people how I listened to swimming instead of Astro World when that shit first dropped. Like it was a different, it, it hit different for overall. I definitely <laughs> shed some tears, but it's funny that we're talking about this because we all know ASAP Rocky dropped uh same problems mm-hmm. this week, mm-hmm. which is kind of like a testament to it all. So uh, I don't know if you guys want to roll into a little impromptu uh review, but before we do get uh into that, I do want to uh I do want to see Nat. Are you still good? Want to get want to get your mental health check? See where you at real quick before we uh move on into this next topic. For anyone listening, we do things over. Discord FaceTime calls basically for the most part, so it's always kind of like touch and go sometimes. So we gotta be sure. Yeah. Sometimes we're we'll like take a break or something, but like yeah. yeah, we're just trying to check in. Yeah. All right. In that case, uh, Alex, why don't you uh go into the review? I'm gonna uh check in real quick, and then I'll just bounce back in whenever uh there's an open break. Uh, ASAP Rocky. Yeah. Or at least I didn't just listen to it. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Sorry, at least just a topic overall about like how uh this past trend has kind of uh or at least how this past trend of death has kind of just been affecting us. Mm. Yeah, dude, it's like it's sad to see because like you don't want to have a person that you really look up to or like anyone that like you like want to see like prosper in the music industry like pass away. It's just like what the hell? Because like yeah. you want to be able to support that person and like not just only that, I guess, but just have like to be a human being that you can like see be alive. You know, like yeah. even if they're not like in like. Your rotation is heavy like knowing that they're still alive is like a good feeling because like uh when takeoff passed away i was just like what the fuck you know well that was my 
I, I'm not a huge fan of Amigos. Takeoff was the one. The one, dude. The one I was like, the one. I'm with him. And then now he's not fucking with us. It's, it's just like, fuck. Like, it's, yeah, it's like, what the fuck? Especially when it could have been prevented in a way where it's like, dude, like, this could have easily been prevented. This did not have to happen. It's just like, come on. Man. Like, and it's. And it's never been like it's nothing really new with the music industry when people come out and you know like oh they passed away from a drug overdose or you know some crazy shit but like especially with the shootings like that yeah. that's like, that's kind of like the new, newer age of music is you get into like more violent acts that perpetuate shit and you're just like fuck man like you why did they, that have to happen bro like, that yeah been, they, like, they were out or, like, yeah they're they should have been safe they were you know they're in their their own place pretty much and they're still having to deal with you know bullshit of their past mm-hmm. that you know that always really hurts but I, I don't know what would hurt more like a drug overdose or you know knowing that their past caught up to them or just that you know other violence just decided to find them yeah i think it's just kind of like everything kind of falls in the category of like this shouldn't be happening like mm-hmm. uh with the drug overdose stuff i think of juice i think of x or oh, wait x was shot right yeah Yes, Mac. Mac OD. Yeah, Mac had an overdose. It's just like, <sighs> like they had it under control, or like people shouldn't be doing drugs like that intense in general. But like when you think they have it under control and then it just kind of slips, it's unfortunate to see. Especially like someone that has such a big impact onto the world, it's just kind of like, dang, bro. Like, and also I'm, like, especially with like Juice and Mac too, you could hear it in their music. Like they were saying straight up, like mentally man i'm fucked like yeah. i need help and no one has given me the help and nick as a fan you can't really do much about it like i, I you know i want to be there i want to sit there and like like comfort them if i can but you're a fan you can't you know yeah, you, i'm in fucking maryland to to them. yeah yeah i'm in fucking maryland how the fuck i'm gonna fly out to la and be like it's okay it's, it's okay. okay mac it's okay bro i, I got you, you. I guess we can, like, that with, with, like, our support and, like, be, like, I'm here Mm -hmm. for you, but, like, I know there's nothing I can do directly, but, like, the people that, like, are in their camp or, like, around them, I feel like they need, not that, like, it's your responsibility to take care of this person, but, like, not to, like, egg them on and, like, provide them with things that, like, could be hurting them, you know? It's just kind Mm -hmm. of, no one really knows what could happen, because, like, it's all fun and games until something bad actually happens, you know? So, we want to keep everyone out of that space, and, uh try to keep everyone safe that we care about you know yeah for sure i mean like it's a scary world out there and i know someone some people have to have their um how is it called crutch i guess something to lean on yeah. but it just it always sucks to see when it's <clears throat> something that just debilitates the person and completely changes them drugs are a scary thing you just got to be smart with them yeah everything has mm. a use but like you can't like put it over the edge, you know, you can mm-hmm. only use stuff in like certain like ways, I guess, before it becomes harmful. So, mm-hmm. what was one artist that really affected you? I mean, in the past couple of years, oh, uh, I think Mac is the first one that comes to mind, honestly. Uh, mm-hmm. Takeoff definitely was one of the ones where it was like, what the hell? Like, I just, mm. But I, I I was like getting up for work when I got the news for takeoff and like I saw open up Twitter and it was the first thing I saw and I was just like, what? Yeah, like, he was so out the way, bro. And it just it just I was thinking about it all day that day at work and I was talking to my coworkers about it and we were just it was just I was pissed and I was sad and it just it just didn't go over well. I remember uh, 
this wasn't an artist, but when Chadwick Boseman passed away, I was listening mm. to the Black Panther album a lot. And it just, like, I cried a lot during that album, too, because it put it in a different perspective where it was like, dang, we, I just lost my superhero. And it just, it really hurt. Yeah. Dude, it was, it was awesome to see the reaction. I mean, I guess not. It's a weird way to say it. It was awesome to see the reactions to, to his death that, like, people, like, respected him that much. Yeah. Like, even in, like, the soccer world, like, FIFA, like, Neymar came out, scored a goal, and then came up. Or, no, 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 no. Who was it? There was some Liverpool player. He comes out. He pulls up a Black Panther mask out of his back pocket. I don't know where yeah, he pulled it from. And he put that on. Like it was just awesome to see like their love That's and respect that, like artists can get and garner. But it sucks that it has to be their death to get that. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I feel like we had to also oh, fans back. By the way, everyone. Uh, I hate it when you have to like wait for someone to like pass away for us. Like, oh, I really appreciate what they're doing. Like, appreciate something to, like bother here, bro. I feel like that's like. That that's what we need to learn from like these artists passing away. Just like appreciate them while they're here. For sure. And I think the biggest thing that we definitely take away from is like you said, just giving flowers while they can still smell them. Because like yeah. I think I'm sure that uh I'm I'm not sure if you guys touched on it, but the biggest artist that really like drilled that into my head uh was Nipsey. Mm, yeah. He was the biggest He was definitely the biggest artist that drilled that into my head because like regardless of who regardless of like what you think about his music, anything, whatever. Nipsey was more than just a rapper. Nipsey was an actual mogul, an idealist, an activist. He was an entrepreneur. He was a bunch of different fucking things. Uh, he was an actual community shaker. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, the fact that, you know, it was cool that he had just, his career like just reached new heights with like Victory Lap. And I think Rax in the Middle had like just come out like two weeks beforehand. And I think that would end up getting him his first Grammy or something like that. Uh, so. It was it was hard. And the weird thing about it, bro, like Nipsey's death is exactly why I hate April Fool's Day as a holiday, even though I'm definitely at that age where even if that didn't happen, I would probably end up hating April Fool's Day as a holiday. Mm. But like, yeah, like it's because it happened like like almost the day before. Like at least the news came out of when he was shot the day before that he wasn't officially pronounced dead until April Fool's Day, something like that. But it was just one of those things where, like, people were joking about it and people thought it was like it wasn't serious, but it was. Yeah. And I, I think it's one of those things where it's like, if you really like, if, if you were like, were really in tune with the culture at that time, I think you can almost damn near remember where you were when you heard the news, kind of like how we said with, uh, Mac. And I'm pretty sure now everybody, especially in our age range, can definitely remember where they were when they heard the X passed. That was one I was going to bring up. I literally was in a, I was working at a hotel at the time and I'm walking into the elevator to go work on another client's audio system. And two of the like bus boys walk by and they're like, oh yeah, man, XXX just got shot. And I was like whipped around and like stopped the fucking elevator. I was like, excuse me? <laughs> and they're like, who the fuck is this guy? And they're like, what? I was like, did you say X just died? They're like, oh yeah, man, he just got shot. I was like, what the fuck? Like, it, it was just insane. I think I was at track practice again. I feel like it was like after school, like type things. Mm-hmm. I usually find out about the news where it's just like, what just happened? And then we just like, talk about it with the people that like, I'm around. And it's just like, dude, what the hell? I was definitely. Shoot. I was. I think I was. 
Okay, so for those that don't know, Alex and I went to the same high school. I think we might have been in the same. I think we might have been like in the same like area. Yeah. When we both got the news, because I was definitely at the same school, just uh, doing some completely other shit. I was not an athlete in high school. Far from it. Um, <laughs> we were both like after school during like those hours. Yeah, but it was one of those things where I, I just kind of like, it's to the point where. As much as I respect his artistry, I will never say that I was a. I will never say that I am a fan of X because of the fact of it. Because of the fact of the fact that I didn't realize how genius he was like until after his passing in a way. Mm. And like so I haven't really tapped into him. Like I was aware of what he was doing, and like I sang some songs like here and there, but I wasn't as deep into him as like some people were, especially like yeah. people that are, like were deep into him. Where it was like my favorite artist ever. <laughs> he was he was definitely one of my tops. He uh, that one hurt, but it was it was kind of like a. So for me, like with X's past and his like actions, yeah. that a lot of people very much garnered, obviously. I, I was always one who was like, okay, he, he he's admitting that he fucked up and he's trying to move on. So, like, I, I believe in redemption in that aspect. But as just an artist himself, like, besides that, like, yeah. fucking amazing. But he does have a lot of, like, dark background, which it, no one's perfect, but it's, it's hard to, like, move past that perfectly but as just a musical artist i did really love what he was doing and the like message he was outputting wasn't really yeah but uh yeah no no i mean as give as much love as you know you can to your artist that's the main message i guess from this thing is make sure as a fan you can you can show love as much as possible and that's all we can really do to these artists is show our appreciation so you know, checking up on even just your best friends can change their life. So why not check on an artist if you can? <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, in the words of, well, I'm just going to quote the Earth Gang song. Just checking on your strong friends. Give everyone their flowers while they're still here. And that definitely applies to artists still. I think it's a weird, huge, almost toxic part of a uh, fan culture where it's just like, we're going to bash, uh, where it's just like we're gonna bash uh, artists whenever we see that they're down bad, but then as soon as you know something tragic happens to them, all of a sudden it's just damn. Now we all we love them and like super we're super fans. It's super weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bashing someone, bashing an artist when like they feel like they don't do it, when they don't do what you want them to, which is like what the fuck. Yeah, it's, it's, it, it, as a fan, it's just a crazy thing to think that like you're just gonna go and blame an artist for shit like that. You, you, I mean, it. They're there for one thing, really, to make music. And if they make mistakes in their past, that's what there is. But you know, we as fans, I don't, I don't think we have a voice, but we shouldn't be bashing them for how they choose to live their life, unless it's really fucked up. That that's different. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, man, that was a good topic. That was a good topic to like kind of mm-hmm. get started with uh, this episode. But uh, today we're going to be talking about some more positive things. We're going to be talking about Kendrick Lamar. We're going to be talking about Kendrick Lamar. That man, he had some music leaked. Um, it was released under the name uh, Morale Pack. I don't know who released it, but thank you because the, the streets needed this. The streets needed this. I think it's like Marzi or something like that. I, I think... had no idea. but um, Yeah. 
Just this unknown dude who apparently gets Kendrick leaks all the time. He gets them? Like, sent to him? Yeah, like, this is apparently, like, the second one that he's released. Oh, dang. I didn't know that there was a first one. I thought this was the first one. What was the first one? I don't know. I was reading a news article on it. That might have just been some bullshit, but, you know, <laughs> I'll have to do a little more research on that. Damn. No, that's cool. This, like, this is a guy that... Well, I don't want to be, like... I hate, like, leak culture in general, because I feel like that like, goes against the artist, where it's like, dude, that wasn't ready. Why is it leaked? But, like... Yeah. Having a connect yeah. where it's like, hey, bro, you got that new Kendrick. That's too bad. Yeah, uh, Marozzi is his name. Marasi? Marozzi? I don't know. Shout out to him because he yeah. dropped three tracks. Uh, what were they called? It was on Spotify yeah. only, right? Because it wasn't on Apple Music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Spotify gang, fuck Apple Music for real. Uh, it was Computer Love, Pure, and Make Me Happy. So we're going to be talking about all three tracks and just what our thoughts on them were. So, mm-hmm. uh, Compton, you want to start? or? Uh, all I got to say is this is like Kendrick's, I want to say avant-garde era. He, This man is experimenting, and I yeah. fucking love it. And his experimentation, dude, this man's like fucking... Uh, Einstein and Edison in the laboratory fucking cooking up this crazy shit that like no one else is coming up with as mm. I mean he's King Kendrick man like he can do whatever the fuck he wants and people will love it and dude I mean this is just another instance of this just like strange like I don't know almost how to like it, it it's out it's avant-garde is just out of out there kind of music that it wouldn't really be popular if it wasn't for Kendrick. No, like, literally. I feel like his name yeah. brings a lot of, like, validation to these songs. Not that, like, they're bad, but, like, you listen to them in a way where it's, like, if this, if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't be giving this, like, the chance that I would. And that gives me, like, an opportunity to listen to new music that, like, can push the envelope forward. So, bro, it, it reminds me of like when I only used to like, listen to like SoundCloud and I'd be fucked like stumbling upon these like weird fucking songs and then I play them for other people and they're just looking at me like, are you good, bro? Like, what the fuck are you listening to? <laughs> but like, that, I love it. I love the strange shit. I love this thing, the pushing the boundaries and like. Yeah. Pushing what can be considered hip hop into different fucking aspects. I love that. Mm-hmm. Like with this pack, I liked it. Like the first song, it was definitely in that weirder realm when I was kind of like, I gotta listen to this a couple times to really get into yeah. it. Because computer love, like it was cool, but the first time I listened to it, I can't cap. I was kind of like, what is this? <laughs> now, like, yes, and I, was, I was like, dog, this ain't striking, bro. And then I listened to it again, and I was kind of like. Okay, I I see what he's doing. I mean, I come to it as back as much, and I listen to it again, and I was kind of like, okay, I see what he's cooking. Because like when you really get deep into the song, it's like, okay, I see like what they're trying to do and what they're trying to accomplish, and I can appreciate it from that angle, even if like I don't think it's like as good as his other stuff. You can like appreciate. I feel like with songs that you appreciate what the artist is trying to do, that really shows like you're a fan of that person because it's like I see the goal and like I see like your mind working and like that's what I really like because like you're trying to like figure stuff out. Like he's in the lab. Oh yeah. Oh my God. So was your favorite song Make Me Happy? Yeah. Mine was mine was (laughs) I think that's the best song out of the three. Like I think Pure was good as well. I think there was a lot of keem influence on Pure. And I don't when I say this, I don't mean this in a diss to Keem, but I don't want Kendrick to just, like, base his whole, like, 
not like moving forward, he's gonna do this, but I don't want him to like fall into like a, oh, I'm only taking inspiration from my cousin. You know what I'm saying? Because like Keem has great influ- influence, but like we want Kendrick to be Kendrick. You know what I'm saying? Like Keem can like be there and like help him like with his production, with like what he's trying to do, like his his bars, whatever. But like I don't want that to only be the thing that Kendrick does from now on. You know what I'm saying? I feel I still want Kendrick to be Kendrick. And like Kim is there, but he's his own thing, and he can take the influence for himself and like make that his own thing. I don't want it to be like a thing that he's only like uh, shoveling into Kendrick or like that in Kendrick use. You know what I'm saying? But uh, yes, yeah. I've noticed that a, good song. a lot. I've noticed that a lot with the newer songs. Like yeah. that he, you can see that Keem's rubbed off on Kendrick a lot. A lot. Yeah. And it's a not lot. like it's a bad thing. It's just like, no. I don't want that to be like the only thing moving forward you know what i'm saying yeah it, the influence is definitely there with this the three song pack but mm-hmm. i also think kendrick is taking keem's influence and then turning it into his own but it's not quite there yet yeah you can still, you still know like the source of it is that's yeah definitely but no like all three songs were i i i'll listen i'll continue to listen to these like there, there wasn't really a bad one computer love is probably my least favorite the least, but it's the least favorite but it's not like bad no yeah hold on hold on hold on hold on trash and computer love because that joy was ah but computer I, love okay out of the out of the three where, where do you place computer love? like what's your ranking i'm not gonna lie computer love might be my number one what bro, did yeah, you hear uh, make me happy bro I did, and I like it. I really do, and I agree with everything you guys said about uh, Pure having super heavy uh, Keem influence. But, bro, I just, you could definitely tell that Computer Love is a T-Pab throwaway just for the production in and of itself, and it's so... Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I don't, okay, you, I, I wasn't getting T-Pab vibes, but now that you say that, I can, I can, I can kind of see it, but, like, if this is a T-Pab throwaway, this is a throwaway, like, early, bro. I wouldn't even, oh this wouldn't God. even have touched T-Pab if it was in that era, bro. I, I think, okay, I'm not gonna lie, it might just be because I am so heavy in love with the production on that track, mm-hmm. but I definitely think that, uh, pure, Chris, that man said, ain't no someone on my name. We were born the same year, but you can't say the same. That's a, that's a, that's a bar. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. But no, like, I, I, I might need to re-listen because I definitely had it. Uh, I had Pure at my last, Computer Love number one, and Make Me uh, Happy at number two. Just because I love the vibe of that whole thing for real. Make mm-hmm. Me but, Happy was really good. It was a longer cut, and like, I appreciated it. And it just, the whole, like, message behind it was just really good. I really like that song. And, like, the, it just feel like everything kind of combined together. I do think he was, well, it was, like, uh, it had the same flow as Purple Hearts. And, like, he kind of, like, took from that track as well. But I did think that, like, it was still really good in its own way. Because, like, it was, like, Kendrick kind of, like, taking the charge. Because with Purple Hearts, he had two other people to rely on with Summer Walker yeah. and uh, Ghostface. But, like, when he was taking, like, the charge on, like, just this Purple Hearts flow on his own, it felt like really good to listen to. And I was kind of like, okay, this is like in the same vein as that song, but it's like different and it's like his own thing. So I really liked it. Yeah, no, I, so it kind of almost brought me back to the Untitled. Uh, uh, let's just call it the throwaway. Nah. 
Yeah. I would, okay. It was definitely like I, it was, you could tell always, bro. It was just the B sides, so that's different. Yeah. These Fair. definitely could be considered B sides, but yeah. I would also also consider them kind of throwaways. But good throwaways nonetheless. Yeah. For sure. Like he's definitely Again, this is another reason why he's just the King greatest Cole. of our generation. King Cole. <laughs> oh my god. But no, nah, um oh my god. Speaking of sp- speaking of unexpected names, and I love how I'm not sure if you guys saw the uh memes going around about it. It was like, oh, y'all saw y'all saw that old boy drop. Kendrick had to drop these leaks next. No, so, <laughs> but nah, let's talk about it. Let's talk about old boy. Let's talk about King Cole himself, J. Cole, and how he apparently just typed in J. Cole type beat and it doesn't give it, end up giving us a fire single. Shout out to Batman, the producer, as well. Uh, did you listen, dude, hold on, real quick. Did you listen to any of his other beats? Uh, yeah, I listened to a few of his beats. I fuck with them, dude. They were good. They are fucking dang. Nah, Batman got some fire production. I hope that uh, there's more. I hope that this means more credits for him in the future. Mm-hmm. I hope that he gets a placement on It's a Boy. If that's mm-hmm. still uh, the name of the album that Cole's working with. But yeah, man, like, let's, I don't know, let's dive in that. Uh, do you want to tell us your thoughts on uh, procrastination? First of all, I thought that was like a very dope thing for him to do. And like, instead of just throwing it away, allowing the artist to post it in order to bring more attractions to his page, you don't really see a lot of that shit. A lot of artists will just like take the type beat and run, not giving any credit to the original dude. Like, if it wasn't for a genius video, I would have had no clue that the race was a Playboy Cardi type beat that he just found cute. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? It was? Yeah. Yeah, it was. Oh, dang. Yeah, he just went on YouTube to Playboy Cardi type beat. And I think as an artist, that's kind of a goal to get to a point where you can look up me type beats and find beats from you. Yeah, especially <laughs> if it's like something to fuck with, where it's like, I can actually see myself going over this. Like, that's really cool. Yeah. That means that your yeah. style has been like so like understood and like accepted that people can like create it in their own way. I'm not gonna lie. Personally, as an artist, I can't wait until I can type in Hellblazer type beat and you know, yeah. just, just, just see some heat. I feel like that's like the day where it's not like it is. It doesn't like confirm that you made it, but it's like a dang. I'm definitely having an impact on what people like want to hear. So it's definitely like a I'm gonna keep going like type moment, I guess. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure, especially because I don't care what you say. Any MC that's kind of been coming up from I don't care. Let's say like 2013 to now. Chances are you got your start on type beats. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. So. Yeah, so you got your start searching up type beats to figure shit out for your first couple songs. So when you finally get to that plateau where it's like, yeah, like I think this is something that people, more people should do, especially artists that came up in the SoundCloud era where it was literally like the boom of type beats. So I think giving back to the producer community and being like, hey, we gonna let y'all tap in, use these for y'all channels. You know, we gonna actually make sure y'all get code credits on these, all that type shit. Like I want, I hope that this becomes a bigger trend because. Honestly, the best part about this whole single, as much as I love it, and we're going to talk about the actual single in a little bit, is the fact that the producer community, who has been slighted and has been kind of like spin on for, by a bunch of different like artists and stuff 
all the time. Like you hear it like almost every other week about how someone disrespects the producer community in some way, shape, or form. How they finally got a win. Let me not say finally got a win, but how they got a win to of like to this extent. You feel me? They at least have an advocate. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I think Jay is gonna like usher in a bunch of like not that it's gonna be like a pick on like Every artist is going to be like, oh, I have to look up a tight beat now and do that with this with J. Cole did. But it's definitely going to make it like, yeah. more prevalent or in, in like <laughs> the higher ups of like the uh, hip hop industry and like just like the music industry in general, I guess. Because I feel like this is definitely like, a good thing to do. So, uh, look, if apparently, if according to Twitter, Cole and Kendrick want to do this back and forth, Kendrick, go find a Kendrick type beat. Go find Let's a Kendrick type beat. Let's have this king battle. Yo, that's crazy. Would y'all want like a King Kendrick and a J Cole like collab or a battle before? Like, which one would you want like, to happen? Stop asking. Stop asking. <laughs> Black Friday's. But stop asking. That's basically Black Friday. <laughs> another one. Would you want another? I'm not complaining. Dude, you know what'd be fucking sick if we could see a song where they it's it's a collab, but they're just. Throwing bars at each other, bro. We cry together, but it's J Cole and Kendrick. Yeah, bro, that would be insane. I think I think we just found out what this generation needs for twenty twenty three, bro. Oh my god, I feel like that could tap into like the rap battle like era stuff like that too. We're just like we're going on the same beat. We're just gonna go back and forth and just see who the fuck is like against the crowd more hype. Hmm. Hmm. So like, how would it go? Cause like they don't got. Would it just be like them like taking credit for shit? Like know. Cole, just, be like, you wouldn't be here if I didn't talk to Drake. Like nobody was looking for Biddy. It wasn't for me. Like, yeah, 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 shit like that. Exactly. Yeah. And then Kendrick, and then Cole's just like, high power wouldn't have been a thing if it wasn't for my beat. Like, <laughs> I Cole made you. Pay. No, I made you. He's like, I'm not even credited on Under the Sun, and everybody was like, Kendrick. No, that's facts, though. That's like, facts. I wasn't even, I wasn't even credited on the best part of that song. All Kendrick, uh, all Cole has to say is that he can dunk on Kendrick, and it's we're good. <laughs> <laughs> and then Cole, I'm like, I killed you on Black Friday. No, I killed you on Black Friday. No, I killed you. No, I killed you. Bro, I feel like on Black Friday, not bro. We are getting super off topic, but like. <laughs> On Black Friday, like if J. Cole didn't come out with saying nigga so much, bro, he could have had a better like showing on that. On that. No, but he like he says nigga so much at the start of it, bro. And when he finally gets into it, it's like okay, we're actually we got some heat here. He's like, if I wrote it, nigga, I wrote it, nigga. And I was like, okay, bro, okay, okay, we say nigga, we get it, bro, we get it. <laughs> that was like this, nah. the entire first part of his like verse, bro. All right, all right, all right, real quick. So we gonna we gonna sell this right here now, and then we gonna move on into the next one because we you're right, we get mad off topic. Who had the better uh, joint on Black Friday? Kendrick. Kendrick. Oh, spicy. Mm. It's a fan. All right, it's the fan. We gonna have to end this. It's gonna be a split decision because it's got. I gotta go cold. All right, put it on the story. We'll we'll take a vote on it. We'll take a vote. We'll, we'll see, take, it, yeah, see we'll what the people say. Go vote. You keep highlighting the flaws. Both of them did amazing, but if you really listen to Kendrick, he was mad repetitive. <laughs> yeah. He, mm, he, uh, I'll kill him for motherfucking beat if J Cole say it. Please, Cole. Yeah. That, okay, that's valid. But I will say, 
I like Black Friday All Right better than regular All Right, and I like Black Friday Tales of Two Cities. I cannot the better than the original. Yeah, I think they both definitely improved on uh, the template that was laid. Also, I wish that more art, like I'm not even gonna lie, I wish that more artists like did that because especially how we see every artist in the game right now be so buddy buddy with each other. It feels like. Aside from like, aside from the Florida motherfuckers, who just apparently all have to hate everyone. But like, no, no, all jokes, all jokes Florida aside. Florida man, but like, all jokes aside. But no, like, aside from the, aside from those few beefs that we have going on, uh, like all these artists pretending to be buddy buddy with each other, like running different circles or whatever. They be fucking each other's girls or whatever, all that type shit. Like, can y'all just not hop on each other's beefs? Like, it's a gangster girls, like. Can, Y'all gangbanging already. Let's just get into it, you know? I. (laughs) Nah, like, it's. I really. Because we saw how the internet went crazy when that happened. And people are still talking about that shit. And it's like, correct me if I'm wrong. It's like a little. It's getting closer to 10 years since that happened. We getting close. To what? We getting close since 10 years since Black Friday. Mm hmm. Hey, no, I thought it came out in like 2016. Yeah, that's three years away, my boy. We over the we, don't we, say we, that. We over the don't five. say that. Don't say that. But like, <laughs> so, somebody fact check me on that, because uh, but no, like when did Black Friday actually come out? Yeah, yeah someone someone fact check me on that. But either way, I'll, I'll get the like, fact check and then we'll move on because we we gotta talk about fucking procrastination, bro. We do, but no, like overall, I really do wish that like more artists had like done this, especially like artists of their caliber, because like there are some people who could, if they went over each other, like bro, imagine if like Prime Little Baby and Prime Little Gunna hopped on each other's beats. I mean, Prime Gunna, goddamn it, Lil Gunna, Prime, you heard it here first, everybody. This nigga said Lil Gunna, get him out of here. If Prime Little Baby and Prime Gunna uh, just decided to hop on each other's beats, like when they were really like. Get active for real, for real. Before the little baby dropped anymore, bro. So that's not gonna happen. But that yeah, cool. that's not happening. At all. That's not happening at all. But like, I have, Black I have Friday so came many... out the very end yeah. of 2015. 15. Yeah. All right. So yeah, like I said, we get close to we get close to the 10 year mark. It's, it's two time. Yeah, so it's, it's even closer time. then. It's two years away. Yeah. Holy shit! I keep thinking of a Kenny and Cole. We cry together, like just because you put that in my head. Oh, that's oh, funny yeah. shit. Kendrick and, no, can we can we get can we get someone to message Kendrick and Cole to tell them to get their shit together and put out another Black Friday? He was like, that's better than your birthday, don't nigga. Okay, okay so between them, that would be insane, bro. If we got if we got another one, I would want Kendrick on ninety five South, and I would want Cole on N ninety five. All right, procrastination. We gotta lock in. We gotta lock in. We gotta lock in. We gotta lock in. Yeah. We gotta lock in. All right, I so like, well, I like the like just talking Cole because I feel like him just being like talking about what's happening in his life. He's like, like, am I really like that locked in as I used to be? Because like I'm in a higher place right now. Like I'm like more of a celebrity. I don't think I have that hunger that I used to have because I don't need to be hungry. But like uh-huh. he's still trying to work on this album and he's trying to finish it. But like, can he really even do it to the caliber he wants to? I fucking love just like. Hearing him like voice his thoughts and like he put his opinion out there about like, what's happening in his life. This song really is just a train of thought. It, it's a train it's of literally, thought. Literally, bro, and I fucking love that shit. Yeah, I'll, 
I like the way that he delivers it too, and I think that like the way how he's just kind of really looking inside of himself and being like, "Hey, like I really gotta lock it. I really gotta keep finding like new ways to like push myself at this point in my career." Uh, which is definitely just again, which is definitely just again cementing the fact that he's gonna retire soon. It's sad to admit, but it's just cementing it. The more he gets into this bag, the more I feel it coming. He he does have a plan for the next like uh couple years. I don't know how much longer it's gonna go, but it ends with it's a boy, right? The follow. Yeah, it ends with yeah, the follow. Yeah, right, right. Oh wait, no. What, where was it's a boy? Was that? It's a boy. It's second. Next. Okay. Yeah, so it's a boy is what's coming next, and then the fall off is supposed to be what people are expecting to be his last. You feel me? You know he's not going to finish with that. He can't do that. <laughs> I don't think they're ever going to be in a place where. Oh, now you can go. Sorry. I just said that rappers don't retire. They say that shit every five years and then get bored and come back. Literally, Real shit. That's what I was about to say. Cool down period. I think yeah. that if any. Yeah, I think that uh, if anything, like, I. One thing, I, shout out to my homegirl, Sav, because she pointed this out to me last year when it comes to uh, Cole, whenever he gets into this really like talkative bag. And I swear to God, ever since she said this, she kind of broke me in a way in my Cole fandom because this motherfucker really be expecting us to empathize with him about how he's rich and he can't push himself anymore. Like, no, like as much as I love Cole, I swear, I swear to you, I do. As soon as she said that to me, and I started looking back at some things, like, uh, it's very prevalent, and it's very prevalent during, uh, oh my God, when he's talking about Snow on the Bluff, because I think that's how uh, she brought that point I'm seeing to begin with. I was like, son, oh my God, I was like, like, I know, I, like, that's not, it's not a flaw, it's more so just like, I find it very funny, and I find hilarious. that part of it. Yeah, I find that part of it very hilarious. But overall, I really do love the fact that he's just being super honest, super transparent. And he's just like, yeah, I got to lock in and really like, I can, he, he literally just says, I've been bullshitting. And I know that there's a whole bunch of rappers who are using my type beats who are hungrier than I was uh, back in the day or just as hungry as I am now, da, 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 something like that. And I think it's a really good showing. And it, it really, we get we get some big brother moments from J. Cole where he just kind of like gives game to the whole rap game. And this is definitely the, the one of 2023, if that makes any sense. Yeah, I was about to say, like, the, the way I see procrastination is like I see 1985. Like, it's, it's, it's big brother J. Cole coming out saying, y'all are fucking up. I'm fucking up, too. This is what I've done in the past. This is what I'm doing now. Like, and this is what I'm seeing, what needs to happen. And he's calling himself out on top of saying, hey, le- learn from me. Like, I'm here to give you guys this this ripe fruit. Like, like mm-hmm. this is what we are aiming for. Don't follow these paths. Look, like, he tells you, dude, invest. He tells you, like, be smart with your money. Yeah. Fucking do all this shit. It, he is Big Brother Cole on top of King Cole. Mm-hmm. Matt, what'd you think? I love the song. I don't think there's much more to say. It's just no fucking song. Like that's not. I okay, Batman. If you hear this, put the shit out on streaming. Put the shit out on DSPs. Not for real. Like get yeah, because we we definitely want to hear this, bro. Like this is very good. And the fact that like, like I. What if we put Batman on, on the show? Yeah. I love that, hey, Batman. Hey. Like, 
hit us up, Batman. We can, we can, we can, we can <laughs> hey, we can, we can talk some money, bro. We, we, can, we, can, yeah. we can make something happen. <laughs> we can make something happen. Come on now. That would be yeah. a great guest, dude. <laughs> oh, my God. I would love to. Uh, I would definitely love to have some producers on the show. I got a couple in mind already that I think would be great on here. But uh, overall, man, like I'll just really, I really hope that this sparks a trend, and I really hope that this sparks a lot more artists giving back to the producer community because all we hear is about how producers get robbed. Because nah, uh, they'd be like, "You're here for beats, and that's it. You are nothing to me. You are beneath me. I don't even need you." I use you. I own you. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, because like I'm not sure if y'all saw the interview that uh, Hit Boy did where he was talking about how Ye basically like all because he was working with Jay at that time when they were beefing. Uh, Hit Boy got thrown to the wind. Like, bro, it's insane. Like, you can look up like tens of thousands of stories of just producers being used by artists. Yeah, I'm sure that. I'm sure that Nat got a couple uh, that she could think of a little bit more than me. <laughs> no, when you said that, I was just thinking about how I'm like, bro, that shit's so childish. What does your beef got to do with business? For real? No, that ass. Right. Let me be friends with whoever I want, and we can do business. Business is business. Exactly. exactly. Just business. There's always some paper to be made. As long as you ain't throwing nobody under the bus, there's always a paper to be made. Right. Like you see, like Corday and Machine Gun Kelly are friends, but you still see Corday out here doing songs with Eminem. You think Eminem give a fuck? No, it's business. Literally. No, that, right. was, that was a very good example. That was a very good example. Actually, fuck yeah, I forgot about that, honestly. Yeah. Bro, Eminem flamed Machine Gun Kelly so bad he switched genres, bruh. You I have never seen something like that, dog. That's crazy. <laughs> To be honest, rock music MGK is better than rapper MGK, but that's a topic for another day. Your beard is weird. <laughs> Your beard is weird. <laughs> Why you let the mic? <laughs> oh my god! All right, so hopefully you know everyone wakes up and finally gives some respect to the producer community. Then, honestly, speaking of waking up, let's get into our next little topic: logic. My boy, he dropped Wake Up featuring Lucy Rose, and we got College Park coming February 24th. First of all, I'm hype. I'm lit. You already know how I feel when it comes to Logic. That's the hometown hero. Stop playing with me. Stop. And especially since he's doing something literally dedicated to the hometown. Oh, I'm here. I'm ready. I'm with it. Anything uh, in so, the realm of fucking under pressure, bro, I'm all for it. I'm yeah. All for it. And I want to say, dude, I was thinking of doing the exact same fucking transition, but you, bro, you just took it from me, and I was just like, okay. <laughs> that was really good, oh, though. That was really good. Thank you. Yeah, cost. First off, before we get into uh, what we expect from the album and what we uh, want to see and what, what we want to see from it, let's talk about "Wake Up" featuring Lucy Rose. Uh, will someone start us off with their thoughts? I'm gonna be honest. I have not listened to Logic in a long time, pretty much since everyone or everybody came out. Oh, damn. Yeah, it's been a while. This single changed it. I was like, this is the Logic that I started with. This is the Logic that I loved and like fell in love with. And my whole my whole qualm with Logic was that he was just like, 
it felt like he just complained a lot in his songs. And now it's actually just coming back to just the lyrics and him actually creating the stories again, which I'm like, okay, great. This is the logic I know. I know the stories that he can build. I know what he, like, the 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 structure that he's capable with, the flows and all that kind of stuff. And I'm seeing that come back into his music again. And I'm excited. I'm, I'm, I'm now coming uh, a newborn logic fan. <laughs> That's how I felt when, uh, Final days. Final days was one of them. Yeah. But I felt like I, that again with like YS4. That's when I was kind of like, Oh, he's back. I was like, yeah, yeah when, when you come in with the Wu Tang features, like yeah. you can't be mad. Yeah. <laughs> okay, this is another instance where uh I find it very funny because Alex and I were also in the same room together when uh no, Young Sinatra like, forms. Reaction of hearing one of the yeah. songs, and I was just like, oh my god. <laughs> we were in we were in <laughs> class together our senior year of high school when uh Young Sinatra Four dropped. We were just like, oh shit, this is fire. No, I'm like, logic is back. Mm-hmm. But then. He completely decided to drop a dog shit album with confessions like right after. Yeah. Then he was just like, okay, you're back on your bullshit again. All right. <laughs> no, we talked about this uh, when we did the Vinyl Days review and we said that Logic has had the most upside down roller coaster kind of career. Uh, but I'm really excited for College Park and I really like this single Wake Up. Uh, first off, like. Alex said, it just gives straight under pressure vibes, bro. Like, mm-hmm. he's bro, really I'm just. Telling you, back when I heard those, you, 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 I was like, yo, he's back. <laughs> I was like, no way. I, I completely even forgot that that was like a thing, bro. But like, it like tapped me back into. I listened to Under Pressure again, like the other day, and I was like, oh. even Bring though you've got the Gumby. Huh? Bring back Gumby. <laughs> No, we're going to talk about Gumby. We're going to talk about Gumby in a little bit. Because if you uh, saw the College Park trailer, he's there. He's there. I didn't nice. think that. Yes. That's fire. We're going to talk about Gumby in a little bit. But uh, no, it's so, it's just so dope. It's so awesome. And so, it really, like, I know I was telling you guys when Vinyl Days dropped that that felt like a return to form. This is the true return this to form. This is like the, no, Vinyl Days was like the, like the prelude where it was like, I'm getting ready to come back into my form. And now he's going to be back in form, bro. Like in form logic. And like, this is going to be crazy. I want to ask, I want to ask you all a great question. Uh, and I think when it comes to this, how much do you think, how much do you think, uh, this album is dictated by the fact that he's now independent again? He just got out of his dream. He just got out of his Def Jam deal. Yeah. Mm. I think it's like a direct exactly. correlation between it. I you wouldn't say so? it's causation, but it's, there's a correlation. I think you can see the the moving parts are now coming back into fruition, pretty much. Mm. Yeah. Plus, he's getting way more active on social media. And shit. Bro, he did a fucking live stream where he was unboxing some shit from the Last of Us TV show like two days Bro, ago. Bro, he fucking stole uh, Anthony Fantano's setup for that shit. I was geeked. <laughs> yes. <laughs> They're the same person though, so it's okay. <laughs> He's got to shave his head every other day. That's all. <laughs> oh my god! But nah, nah. We've been kind of dominating the conversation. How do you? Uh, what do you think about Wake Up? I was in love with that instrumental. I love dirty beats or grimy beats, as they are most known. Mm-hmm. But I heard that you know this one's gonna be hard. And yeah, he did the beat justice. And you know, shout out PG County. Got a little shout out at the end. 
I feel like this is more about her trying to, you know, now he's independent, he's trying to get back to his roots. Yeah, you know that he's trying to get back to his roots when he brings back Thalia. Like, yeah. he brought back Thalia. That was that was crazy. Like, this is uh, is this a new voice for her, or is it just like he doesn't have like the effect on it? It's the same vert. It's the same. It's the, the same voice, just no effect. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's cool. Like, yeah. I heard, I heard her coming, and I was like, "Dang, everybody gets some narration over the album again." Who? It's, it's just the old vibes are back, bro. He's just bringing everything back. It's just like this is this is why we fell in love with Logic, bro. Do you think he's gonna bring Rat Pack back? Yes. For Logic Park. You think so? I hope. I I, don't, I miss Big Limbo so much. Dude, Big Limbo. I Actually, like that Big Limbo only kind of exists within Logic's like realm because I feel like he could like yeah. build an entire like uh, career for himself. But yeah. I'm glad, Dude, I'm glad got, to hear him every time I do. So yeah, I got to see Big Limbo actually. So he opened for Logic when they did uh, Everybody at in Baltimore. So it was really nice to see Big Limbo as his own, pretty much. Yeah. But that was when he was dropping like Ice Cold and all those like random singles, and then he did the one mixtape, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it was like it was fun, dude. And everyone loves Big Limbo because they know Logic and they know him. Yeah. But yeah. you know, I would like to see him be independent. But topic for another day as well. Yeah. I'm so happy that you brought up uh, Rap Pack because let's get into the tracklist and overall what we expect from College Park, which again is dropping February 24th. Uh, so we do know a couple. Of tracks that are going to be on the album just because of he's been dropping and releasing merch that comes with it and all the merch is kind of just got the front the first like eight singles of the album on it mm. so we know uh that it's going to be cruises through the universe uh to start off that's going to be wake up with lucy rose that's going to be lightsabers with c dot castro you know rat pack right oh, there shit. yeah that's interesting i know First, I want to say I'm very excited for that track because one, Castro, I love Castro. Two, uh, Young Jedi is my favorite Logic song of all time. Period. So lightsabers, anything close to that, I'm a little hyped for. That actually, I'm um, really interested, bro. Yeah. And then number four, we have Clone Wars three. Number five, we had Red Pill seven. At first, when I read this, I thought that it had a Red Veil feature. I was sadly mistaken. <laughs> would, dude, Maryland Connections? Oh my god. That would be... Wait, wait. I'll show you the Maryland Connections in a little bit. Yeah. Number six, we got Playwright with Andy Hall. And then number seven, we got Gaithersburg Freestyle featuring C. Castro, Big Lembo, Fat Trail, and Phil Ade. Fat Trail on this shit? Hold on! Nah! Bro. What? That's fucking the, awesome, fa dude. the fact that we gonna get Fat Troll and Logic on the songs together, that's insane. I never that's even, good. like, bro, this is gonna be fire. I'm excited for this, dog. And then 8 is, uh, in Scipio. Um, we also know a couple of other things because of, we also know a couple of other features <coughs> that are gonna be on there because of the trailer, not because of the leaked merch. We know that Joey Badass is going to be on there. We know yeah. Sad Select is going to be on there. Yeah. We know Lil Kiki's going to be on there. We know Bun B is going to be on there. Which, Bun B and Logic, that's kind of insane. I'm really hyped. I'm really, really hyped. Plus, I'm not sure. It, this is just my Logic fan that's coming out. But I'm not sure if you guys remember the Joey Badass and Logic freestyle that they did on the back of the tour bus. If we get basically oh, that yeah, yeah. in the actual song, I'm lit. Wait. I'm lit. Yo, you know Joey opened for Logic on his uh, everybody tour. Everybody tour, yeah. No, that that shit was fucking hype to see live. 
Yeah. Also, I have I found a possible full track list recently, and dude, Big Lembo and Capture are all over this fucking album. So it is definitely a, a uh, Rat Pack fucking filled album. Yeah, because we know the whole concept of College Park is about uh them eleven years ago going on a road trip to a show. Uh, yeah. which we can all tell from this amazingly beautifully animated trailer. Uh, I really wish that I could shout out the animator. I don't remember right now. If but someone could like fact check that for me, that would be... Spotify, like, little thing, right? Yeah. yeah. If someone could if someone could uh, find the trailer and fact check for me uh, who animated that, that would be great because I really want to credit them. But I think this is just going to be such a homegrown <laughs> album and such a very, like, down-to-roots. I'm not going to lie. I was very surprised when I ended up doing a Logic discography ranking when we were doing our Vinyl Days uh, review, and Vinyl Days ended up number three. I really think that College Park has the potential to be in that same range. Yeah, I feel that. Like, I'm so... I'm so lit, bro. I don't even know what... (laughs) I don't even know what else to say. Like, bro, I knew that, like, Logic and Fat Trail had a relationship because... uh. Fat Trail did a song over 1-800 and Logic cleared the sample for it. And like Logic also shouted him out uh, in an interview and also just DMV shit. Like, duh. But like, bruh, I never would have thought that the two of them would be on a track like together. Especially since like that motherfucker like just got home. Like, damn, he back working for real for real. But nah, I feel like I'm, I'm feeling like I'm talking way too fucking much. What do y'all think about the album? Are y'all hype? Are y'all ready? Like, how y'all feeling? I'm ready. I'm here for it. I, I, like I said, I'm born again. I'm ready to see what Logic's got for me. Now, how you feeling about the album? You hype? You ready? I'm hype, but I'm, I'm going to listen when it comes out. Mm. Oh, my God. Wake Up <sighs> gets me so right, bro. So I'm just kind of, like, using that energy to, like, apply it to, like, the rest of the album. Because, like... Wake up, like I was listening to that joint in the gym, bro, and I was just like, every day wake up, every day wake up, every day wake up, every day wake. And I was just like, yeah, dude, I'm getting into like a schedule. I'm getting into, I'm getting right. I'm taking care of myself. I'm like doing good things for myself, and that's like the kind of like mind frame that put that song puts me in. So like to have that in a whole album is gonna be like, it's gonna be good. Especially, dude, I just love the trend that Logic has been on, where he's just like, I'm going back to like what I really like doing. Like I'm not really trying to like impress nobody. I'm not trying to like phone it in for like a record deal or like people are like telling me I have to make this album. It's just kind of like, I want to do this. And that's like where like the good music is coming from. So yeah, and that's why I stopped liking him is because he was trying too much. He was trying yeah. to fucking just please everyone. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't need to bro. You please everyone by being you yeah, like you fuck what everyone yes. else is thinking. That's why we fuck with artists, bruh, because you are being you. That's like the yes. whole fucking idea of it, where it's like, I like you because you do what you do. Real shit. Plus, you already know that this could be a potential classic when the executive production is Logic, Six, and the Producers Lounge. Like, just the main crew together. Bruh, That's all we need. Six, bro. RZA coming on this shit. You know that shit's going to be fucking fire. Like, yes, bro. We got RZA. Bro, he got Seth MacFarlane on this joke. Bruh. Oh I'm my trying god! Trying my hardest to find this fucking uh, credit for the uh, animator, and I just cannot find it, bro. Dude, I, unless I'm like gonna pull up a video and start playing shit, like I can't find the animator either. Okay. Well, either way, whoever animated that shit, thank you. It's fucking great, and it literally just breaks. And the trailer literally just breaks down the fact that the whole concept of this whole album is just gonna be them on the road trip, 
get their shit together, go into a show, and I can't wait. I I really cannot fucking wait. Now, while I know a huge, huge, huge part of... <clears throat> actually, wait, before I even get to my next point, does anyone have any last things that they want to say about uh, College Park or anything about it? I think we're excited. That's it. That you can we're just like tell by the way we're talking about it. We're excited, bro. <laughs> All right, cool. And I know that a huge part of our excitement about it was the features that we were talking about for a little minute. But we do not have to ask the question, especially after Trippy Red dropped his latest album, mm. Mansion Music. How many features is too many features? Because <laughs> let's get into it. Trippy Red just dropped uh, this past Friday, Mansion Music. Uh, that is 25 tracks, and I think only 22, and I think 22 of those have features. There's only three tracks where it's just trippy. Only, I just, it hurts my brain to think that you, that you are putting out an album and only three out of 25 songs are only you, bruh. That shows that you are you are literally relying on everyone else to take charge for this album for you, and it is no longer your album. It's just you are putting out music, bro. It's just like <laughs> I, mm, I don't know. Yeah, I'm. So I I have a like mixed feeling about this because there are several albums where the artist claims that you know it's my album, but it's run by these people. But if it's kind of like um well this is a horrible example because he's a producer but like dj you know scheme where he has just a bunch of other people but it's his album but you know it's it, it he has other a lot of other people on it, it it's different it, 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 if he released it as a collaborative album i would be okay but if he's claiming it's just trippy red with a hundred other artists yeah no nah, no nah. Especially since like he's he's taking it from like bigger names in the industry like Lil Baby and fucking Chief Keef and all that. Well, Chief Keef like executive produced the thing for the fans from that. But it's just like you can't. You know the reason he's only bringing these people in is to try and get people to listen to his album because he doesn't have the draw himself. The only reason he's having these features is because he wants to have. He's trying to make money, and he's like, I know people won't listen to this album if it's just me, so let me call in every single person in the industry that people like, and then they'll come to the album because their their favorite artist is on it, and I'm, I'm kind of there as well. But it's just like, that's not really how you make music, bruh. Like, it's, it's just bad. Like, I don't know exactly how many features are on here, but like, it's, it's too much. It's too much. I'm about to go. Th- I'm about to go through and count in just like a little bit. But uh, Nat, what do you think about this? First of all, this isn't even the album that Trippy fans wanted. It isn't. It really isn't. <laughs> there was a whole nother album that everybody was waiting for, and then Trippy like album coming. Everyone was like, "Oh god!" And then he dropped this was like, "Wait, that's not the album that she was teasing." I forget what it's called. Always blank at the worst times, but I'm like, this isn't what we. I love letter to you four. I think is what you're talking about. He already put out four. Yes. Wait, he already yeah. put out four. Putting out five. Yeah, yeah letter five. to you four came out in 2019. Yeah. Yeah, I love letter to you five is what I'm talking about then. Uh, because I remember uh he had had a Corday feature. He was supposed to have a J Cole feature on there. Like a whole leak track list came out about it, and all the trippy fans that I knew were super fucking hype about it. <laughs> the two trippy red, the two trippy red fans that exist. 
Oh my god. No, Trippy Red got a fan base. I was gonna say Trippy got a fan base. Trippy Trippy got a fan base. I think the issue is with Trippy is he just releases too many albums. This man comes out with like two albums a year pretty much. Like I think he just floods the market and that's why he's like, oh, I have to have these features on it because it's the only way I'm going to keep releasing two albums a year. Mm. You think he should lock in some more time or just like... I think he just needs to relax. Like, let your music <laughs> just let your music fucking ferment. Let it let it get that maturity, yeah. and then release an album. You, look, a classic example: Rihanna. How many years? How many yeah. years has it been? Right. And look, she mentions it. She mentions it, and it blows the fuck up. Mm-hmm. So everyone wants it because they they know like the the material she puts out is so good. I know. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you, there are people that can like say, sing every single song anti front to back because like they've been with it for fucking ever, and they just know that shit now. It's like the back of their hand. Mm-hmm. Also, just to put this out, just for the da- just for the data, just for the stats, there are twenty three. There are 23 features on this 25-track album. <laughs> I just want to remind everyone what? of that. Uh, okay, no. so that is an example of too much. So we'll, we'll start there. 20, 23. I don't even want to keep this fully on trippy because we've seen albums and tr- we've seen albums that have way too many features in the past. Like very recent example, even though this is from a rapper who I love. Well, as soon as I saw the track list and saw so many features, I, w- I think I even went straight to the group chat and told y'all, I was like, damn, I'm a little less hyped for it. But when Drillmatic came out, mm. this motherfucker in the game was talking all this shit. Yeah. And then there were 31, f- it was a 30 track album, and almost every track had a feature. Yeah. Drillmatic was just like a disappointment in general, bro. I feel like that he yes. put up so much hype for that album, and then it came out and no one even listened to it. Bro, I am, I, the, the game is in my top 10 of all time. And I've only listened to that album once. I I used to be able to say I used to be able to say that the game could never make a bad album. No, no, I can't say that anymore. <laughs> That's crazy, bro. Yeah, I had to take that shit back. And it's insane because like I said, he was talking all that shit. And all the thing shit, is like bro. Oh my god. We were I covering even... it on the fucking uh season one. Go go back to season one, everyone. I forget what episode it was, but go back to season one. Listen, we were talking about dramatic and uh, Drake was dropping at that time, and Joy Bass was dropping at that time too. But go back and listen to that episode. But yeah, it was. I just remember it was, it was so excited, and then it came out, and no one fucking cared. <laughs> yeah, and then like it was, I I really like. I would much. I really think that a lot of the problem is it is that it's just there is a need for an artist rebrand or an artist revitalization, but. Instead of just doing the thing that has proven to be a lot more successful, because let's be honest, Freddie Gibbs rebranded himself when he started locking in with only one producer, whether it be Mad Lib, Alchemist, whoever you, you want to throw into that. That's thing. when like, you want to throw started, like pop off, where it was like, okay, we know who Freddie Gibbs is now. Yeah. Like, instead of doing just that, which initially Drillmatic was supposed to be, or at least it was uh, marketed to be, people were, he was marketing it to where it was a solely game and hit boy album i was like oh don't lit they just decided to go nope let's just throw a bunch of names that we can get on this i think i'll, I'll say i'll say this so 
The question is, how many features is too many features on an album? I'll say too many features is when people forget that it's your album. And it's like, mm-hmm. I'm only coming here for the people that you have listed as a person that's coming to help you create it. Because like, at the end of the day, this is your baby. This is your project. This is what you are creating. But if people are coming for other names that aren't yours, it's no longer your album, bro. And you have too many features on it. If if your number of features is over half of the song track list, yeah, I think you have too many features. Yeah, dude. Very true. I just like it's an, it's insane. It, it really is insane to me. Yeah, it's oh. not. It's really just not your album at that point. Like you're just pumping out music to pump out music, yeah. and I. It's either you're lazy and you don't want to make a solo song, or you. Oh, this might be taken wrong. You just don't have the talent to I was, do it. I, I was really about to say, bro, you just cannot make a song on your own. Like, you just can't yeah. do it. Hey, uh, I, I'm going to be honest. When I was making music, I need the features, dude. I I do not have the talent to make <laughs> a solo track for myself. I just don't. <laughs> and it's not saying that, like, features are bad, bro. Because, like, features bring a whole new element to the track, right? That's why they're, they, they're, they're featured on it, because they can bring something new to the track. And that's great. That's what people want sometimes. And that's like what brings a new like just element to your album. But that should not be the central focus of everything. It should be like, oh, this person is added on to you. Not, oh yeah, this there's all these other people, all these other niggas. And then you're you're kinda in the mix somewhere in there. Oh, the, oh, oh yeah, this is your album. I forgot. It's like that that should not be the case, bro. You cannot salt bay yourself into your own album. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> At this point, when no, and the thing is that you can always tell when an album like this is coming out because whenever a rap page or a rap blog says blank has assembled raps Avengers on this, I already I'm like, I already, I already know. know it's just like nope. It's that no. Or like when the central focus is be like, oh, this person has X, Y, and Z featured on their album. Are you excited? I'm like, I would have been more excited if it was just them. Or like, yeah, when Nav drops. No one was talking about that Nav was dropping. It was like, oh, Nav has Travis Scott. Nav has Lil Baby. Nav has this person, this person, this person on his album. Are you excited for it? It should have been, are you excited for Nav dropping? Which everyone has said no. So it's just kind of like, they they have to rely on everyone else that actually makes good music to make the draw to their album. Where it's like, Dude, you have to have the draw yourself. But if you don't pull it, it's like, what else can you do? I'm so happy that you... This is so random, but I'm so happy that you brought up Nav. Because I saw a video today of someone of someone put this video out saying that this was a pivotal point for the brown community in hip-hop. And it was the Travis Scott video where Nav is saying the N-word. I can't remember what song it's on. But Easy like... Trap. Yeah. And so, I'm, I'm, I was like... I'm, I want to ask some real like brown boy hip hop fans like y'all y'all fucking with this? This is this is this really this really all king? I think it was because no one really knew who Nav was at that point. Because when I first heard Beavis in the Trap, I didn't even know who Nav was. I was just like, oh, this is a cool guy. He sounds pretty cool in the track. And then like I learned who Nav was, and I was like, wait a second, let, let me let me rewind this. Yeah. And I was, he's like, I got a couple pussy niggas in the feelings. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Travis heard that and I was like, yeah, this is great, bro. <laughs> so, 
I've always said this. I think Nav should just stick to producing. I'm so I'm like I I really I like do not like him as an artist. I, like, I don't I don't I hate saying that because I, I don't want to pigeonhole you into being a place where it's just like oh you can only do one thing because if you want to do other things you do it. But like, if you're not good at the other things you want to do, bro. It's, yeah. All I'll say is if you don't like Nav, go listen to Belly. That's my alternative. I think he's way better. Belly is way better than Nav. I I totally I I back that claim. <laughs> but no, uh, Nat, do you have any thoughts on this to get us back on track? Y'all pretty much said everything. <laughs> I just think that, like, with features, bro, they can be your, either your best friend or your worst enemy, just depending on how you use them. And you just gotta, you gotta find a good balance where, like, they benefit your album and it's not just, like, I'm only having these people on here because, like, they're, they're strong. Yeah, they have like yeah. some featured artists where it's like people you people wouldn't really know. I feel like that's like a really good way to go about it. Like putting someone else on. Like what Logic did with fucking uh vinyl days where he put on Nezzy. Who was you say? Nezzy? Yeah, yeah, her. Yeah, yeah he, he put on killed that shit. He put on Nezzy, he put on Langston Bristol, he put on a couple of people for for I think I think the definition of a feature, at least for me, is to make the song special. Like, you have your song, but you're like, I need a little spice. I need a little seasoning. Yes. You know, I got to I gotta add something to it. I can't do that, so I add someone to it. But if your whole album is, I can't do this myself. I need someone else to consistently build the course that I am building. Like, yeah. it's, you're not, it's not special at that point. It's not me... And a little seasoning, it's, I'm like a quarter of the portion of this and it's everyone else's. Like, it's, it's not a You can't have method. a course with only seasoning, bruh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's not how it works. It's the opposite of a, a white person just dumping seasoning on shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, oh my god. <laughs> no. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying so I was trying so hard to hold back from the white man seasoning jokes, but at least I he get said it all it. the time. Hey, I'm a good cook though. I I used to get that joke all the time until people eat my cooking. So then we're good. Hey, bro, we gotta bring it back to the beginning, bro. We got that, that we need that cooking contest, bro. We need to see. Oh my god! But no, uh, shit. Anyone? Anything else has to say uh, about this before we close it off? The sure, fucking young to your album, bro. But I'm assuming it's ass. I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> Yeah, to be fair, I do want to clarify. None of us, as far as I know, have listened to mansion music. Uh, so I don't care. All... I just you fucking. No one's coming to the album for you, bro. No one's coming to the album for you. I'm not listening to it. Sorry. Yes, this is all just speculation for the most part, and we're also talking about the fact of the oversaturation of features, and necessarily just trippy. Yeah. So, uh, but with that being said, guys. Thank you all for joining us and listening and watching, possibly, on this great, great, great episode of Open Mic Comedy. It was. It was really dope. Uh, I don't know. It's your boy Steph, one-fourth of the OMC crew. Thank you all for uh, coming. I wish you all peace, blessings, more prosperity, more life, and more success. And, you know, we kicking it off season two, 2023. We're going crazy. Yes, sir. I think actually, yeah. This is this was technically I want to say it's the first episode, but like this is like the first like real episode of like season two because last yeah. episode was just like a covering of like all of last year, which I guess is like the debut. But I feel like this is like 
season two, <laughs> we're here, you know, so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah y'all, enjoy morality. Uh, I'm going to see y'all next time. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your support. Uh, we got a lot more coming down the pipeline. And yeah, we'll see you in two weeks. It's your boy Compton. I hope all y'all have a good time and uh, can't wait for the next two uh, two weeks.